Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 43, recorded March 27, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, the security industry loses an icon, pack lock on Amazon in Canada, crazy locksmith stories, bicycle security, tool board elections, a U.S. source for multi-pick products, combination cutaways, more YouTube videos to watch, a devious decoder card, lockpicking criminals, sales, and giveaways. You can find this podcast almost anywhere you listen to audio content. You can find the video version on YouTube. Links to all stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some of the apps limit the length of show notes, so if you're using one of those, you can always find full show notes with links at thelocksportscast.com. Corrections and additions this week. Um, I just want to apologize. I should have credited the Bone in the Box as a content producer on the last episode, episode 42. I apologize for that, Bone. My my bad. I did put you in the show notes afterwards, but I just forgot when I was reciting the list on uh, on the actual recorded version. Also, I would like to apologize to Cherokee, Cherokee Lockpicking on YouTube. I She came back after a long hiatus. I totally missed it when she actually came back. It's been a couple of weeks ago. I've been busy and I just didn't notice her in my feed. So uh, welcome back. I'm glad to have you back and it was nice to hear your voice again and see you picking. First up in the news this week, Security Info Watch uh, has announced that the security industry has lost an icon. It says, longtime locksmith magazine editor Gail Johnson lived a life of vision. In December 2020, Gail retired after 32 years as editor-in-chief of Locksmith Ledger, doing what he always did, putting his priorities in order to fight cancer. He battled in silence and without fanfare. Today, however, Gail Johnson, our friend, and colleague quietly left this earth, dying in the home he built, surrounded by the family he loved. He was 84. I know, starting on a down note. And Pac Prez left a post on the lockpicking subreddit. He says, We have answered the call to get product into Canada. Kind of. We're doing a test, and we geared the test specifically for this Reddit subgroup. Before we take the leap and put a bunch of our products on Amazon.ca fulfillment centers, we wanted to test it first. So we took some of our PL410 Pro locks and threw a slew of them into various Amazon.ca fulfillment centers. We picked that lock because we know this group tends to like it. My hope is that our Canadian friends will be willing to buy some. Not so I get rich, although that's certainly the end goal, but so that we can get your candid feedback on how the whole experiment, how the whole experience went. Did the product show up timely? How did the packaging look? The labeling? Was the product in good shape? Overall, how happy are you buying our products this way? So a bit of marketing, and I apologize, but this is the sort of data that our family business really needs before we make the plunge and push a bunch of product into the Amazon.co.ca fulfillment centers. Thank you all. If you search Packlock or PL410 Pro or go to this link, you'll see it, and I will have his links in the show notes, both to the Reddit post and that uh, Amazon.ca link. 
And Sherelle sent in a link to a page on American Key Supply called Crazy Stories from Our Customers. They say, to help us confirm that our new customers are really locksmiths, one of the things we ask them is to tell us a good locksmith story from their past. Here are some of those for your enjoyment. There will be a link in the show notes if you want to read these yourself, but I thought I would just maybe read one of them every episode or so here on the show just for entertainment. The first story reads, Went to unlock a truck, make keys for the truck, and make keys for his camper that was parked nearby. The customer had looked everywhere with no luck in finding the keys. Got done making keys, customer paid, and yelled at his dog, let's go. The dog jumped down from the tailgate, and there were the keys. The dog had been laying on them the whole time. Ran across an article this week called Six Ways to Protect Your Bikes with Better Security Practices. I thought it was a really good article. They teach a whole... uh way of dealing with security on bicycles, not just the locks themselves. They say, there's no such thing as a theft-proof bike. Anyone with a set of $20 bolt cutters can get through that cheap cable lock in under a minute. Thicker cable, thin chain, yeah, that just requires a bigger set of bolt cutters for a few dollars more. And if the thief is armed with time, some privacy, and an $85 cordless angle grinder, they can typically cut through that U-lock in about a minute. Chains too thick for bolt cutters are more resistant to angle grinder attack, but they can be unwieldy. Bottom line, you'll always be at the mercy of a brute force attack on a bike lock. So what's the bike owner to do? Simple. Limit opportunities for theft. Make your bike difficult enough to steal that the potential thief will look for an easier target. And cover your butt with some simple proactive steps before you find your bike gone. In this article, I'll cover some of the best practices to follow, as well as some intelligent solutions for securing your bikes in all three situations. And the author goes over some basic steps. They have document your bike, which means pictures, serial number, stuff like that. Second, are you insured? Insurance won't prevent bike theft, but the right kind of insurance is inexpensive and equals peace of mind. Outside lockup. Proper lockup involves two locks, one securing the bike's rear wheel and frame to an unmovable object, and another securing the front wheel to the frame, ideally also to an immovable object. You won't make your bike impossible to steal, but the goal is to make your bike just difficult enough that the thief will look for an easier target. In transit, best practices and common sense. If you're at a somewhat sketchy rest stop, broken glass on the ground is never a good sign. Take turns using the bathroom. In other words, don't leave them unattended. Make sure you have your eyes on them. At home, home garage, in your uh, home or condo, if you have an automatic garage door that you can open only open with a remote or a coded pin, disable the manual release ASAP. Why? Because anyone with a hook on a coat hanger can open most automatic garage doors from the outside without a remote. That little emergency release is a big weak point on those garage doors. Secure building bike lockup? Secure building bike cages are pretty much a candy store for thieves. They're easy to access. Bikes are usually in a laughably secure cage. Typically chain link fencing that's easy to cut with the same bolt cutters used to defeat cables and cheap U-locks. So tenants may have bikes lightly secured if at all. And the video camera system usually isn't being monitored, so the chances of police response are about zero. Anyway, he goes, the, the author goes into a lot more detail in the uh, story, 
I just covered the highlights here. You can check it out by the link in the show notes if you're interested. And starting off the community news here this week, we have Tool U.S. Board Elections for 2021. The voting will be open from April 2nd to April 23rd. So if you are a member of Tool U.S., be sure to check out the candidate videos that they are putting out this year and get your vote in. Michael Gilchrist wanted everybody to know that Diggs from Lockpickers United has started to carry multi-pick products in the United States. He is growing the list of sets that he carries, but for now he has the Multi-Pick Elite Super Set 37, as well as a pair of customized pick sets, which are great for entry as they don't contain anything superfluous. The SPP Core Set and the SPP Elite Set, which is same as the Core, but contains three Slim Picks, and they have custom pouches. The site is called Digby Lock and Tool LLC. There'll be a link in the show notes. He also sells on that site his custom machined metal pinning trays that you may have seen in some videos, including uh, Michael Gilchrist's. He has pick pouches by Mo, I don't know how to say your name, Mo K Detex, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce names without enough vowels. The, he also provides custom services, including custom lock picks making and custom cutaways. And Michael Gilchrist did a video um, where he unboxed the SPP core set. And that video is his L113 entitled Multi-Pick Set from DigbyLockandTool.com. Pick and gut of a Schleg and Master S31. So go check that out. If you are in the U.S. and you are in the market for multi-picks, be sure to check out DigbyLockandTool.com. Also, a quick reminder that Rubber Band has made his impressioning handles available. They, he still has some for sale on hooligankeys.com. There is a limited quantity, so if you're interested in getting one, make sure you get over there and check that out. And he does still have a coupon code that is active right now. The code is NEWSTUFF21, and it will save you 15% if you use it. And it does work on the... Impressioning handle, I checked. Room Picker has put out a video unveiling the official Speedlocks tournament lock, which is a Packlock 90A Pro with the Speedlocks.org logo, custom bidding, and custom pins. They will be for sale soon. Buying one will enter you into the tournament. In order to make it a fair tournament, all of them are keyed alike and pinned the same. As far as the tournament goes, I have been informed that the general uh, speedlocks.org rules will be in place and the contest will end at the beginning of next year. There will be a big grand prize, I am informed. No details on what that is at this point and uh, more details coming soon from Rune. So you can check out his video, which is entitled hashtag pandafrog21mar, picking the official speedlocks tournament lock. Mr. Black Magic has put out a video entitled Urban Alps Stealth Key 2x7 Levers with False Gates, Picked, Gutted, and Explained, plus Lock Cam. And as the title implies, this is another one of his excellent Lock Cam series of videos. This one is the Urban Alps Stealth Key. And he expects this to be confirmed as a new speed picking record. It was a 94 second open. 
If you've wondered how to pick the stealth key, you really should check out this video. You get a really good view down the keyway. He also goes over the different uh, bidding positions and stuff like that. So might want to check this one out. Legend of the Samurai ha has now released a video on the Medico M4. He titled it Medico M4 Picked and Gutted. And the description reads, Picking and Gutting a Medico M4. This one has six main pin stacks that require being lifted to shear and rotated to engage with the sidebar, five of which use ASA-style barrel drivers with matched countermilling. And there are additionally four false gated sliders that control the motion of the sidebar one of which is operated by an interactive element on the key. He goes in um, and shows you all the different... He actually ended up repinning it because the locksmith that sent him the lock did not put... Um, he really didn't put security pins or anything in it, so uh, Legend of Samurai, wanting a challenge, of course, repinned it with the uh, barrel drivers and uh, the false-gated pins. So check it out. A couple of new videos I ran across this week that I found interesting were of cutaway combination padlocks. First off, we had one video by Albert LaBelle, his video number 360, where he has made a cutaway of an ABS 7850. He says, these combination locks are very popular worldwide. Let's take a look at exactly how they work. And he does an excellent job of showing how not only the combination system works, but how the key bypass works. Then we also have a video by Froggy Picker, his video 24, where he starts a multi-part series of making a cutaway version of the SNG8088. This first video is the initial open. He says, discover the filth and decode the combination. So I look forward to part two in this series, and I recommend you go check that out. We have a new product this week by Deviant Olo. He has put out a video called Revealed, the Devious Decoder Card. I will have links not only to that, but to where you can pick up the card. He says, the card has been in the making for quite some time. I, I revealed it as a concept and open-sourced my original design files at Wild West Hacken Fest in late 2018. And I've been working on revising it and developing it into a field-ready item off and on for the past many months. Thank you so much to all the folk who helped play a role in helping me to realize this design into a full-on production item. Andy in the UK, and my buddy and business partner, Babak, and Amy from the 303 who helped me with the initial tweaking of the vector diagrams back when I was making laser cut prototypes. This community is wonderful, and it brings amazing things like this into the world. And... Uh, yeah, so I will have links to that video and the card itself in the show notes. In Karate Belts this week, Goose Lies and Anxious Picker earned their purple belts. Poop Weapon earned the brown belt. That was a proper name for that. And this one I'm going to butcher, Nefarial Wannabe earned the, their red belt. So congratulations to all of you. Remember, this show is only possible because of the support of the community, so if you value the show, please help support it by sending in your news, links, giveaways, whatever you have that's Locksport-related that you think the community might be interested in. Uh, send it in to me at podcast.locksportscast.com or go to 
thelocksportscast.com and click on the support tab and you can find many ways to contribute. You can always share the show with your lockpicking friends online or in person. You can leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or a comment and thumbs up on YouTube. That helps too. Subscribe or donate uh, via Patreon or PayPal. Or if you happen to be using the new Breeze podcast app, I do have a uh, Lightning wallet set up over there so you can stream Satoshis to me while you listen. Now, uh, it's time to say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. The founding executive producers for this episode are Medler, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starrylock, Williams Brain, Dave to be Deciphered, Lebon's Locksport Journey, Pat from Uncensored Tactical, Bill N, PH Becker, Three Raccoons in a Raincoat, and the newest is Cherell. Thank you to all of you. Chief content producer for this episode is Joshua Gonzalez. The other content producers are Cherell, Dusty and Wendy, Michael Gilchrist, Mr. Blackmagic, Rubber Band, HV Logic, Bent, PH Picker, Room Picker, Panfrog, Starlock, and Pocket Woman. And thanks to all of you. Um, this show is not possible without the support of the community. So I really appreciate it. Every little bit of information that you send me is less digging than I have to do. And it allows me to keep this show going even on my busy weeks. And I appreciate it. Uh, quick reminder, podcast moved to the new hosting service. But if you're hearing this, you probably are on the correct feed. So congratulations. You should keep working. State of the podcast. Uh, nothing too much is changing other than that. The uh, this will be the last few days of the founding executive producer tier on Patreon. It will be replaced with a different $5 tier here at the end of the month. In lockpicking criminal news, we'll start off in Spain, where a locksmith was fined for breaking locks in order to get business. The court issued a fine for damage he caused two locks on the doors of different residential areas, both in private houses and business. He would leave advertising for his company in the area in order to get work repairing the locks. He's also been sentenced to pay 2,834 euros back to the residential communities for the damage he caused. The events took place in the second half of 2018 to the beginning of 2019, when the man who ran a 24-hour locksmith business stuck items in the locks, such as toothpicks and silicone, which he then, which then had to be repaired or replaced. A man who usually works as a locksmith in the residential communities became suspicious and installed CCTV surveillance camera, which revealed who was causing the damage. Complaints were filed by the residents and businesses with the national police. The trial was not held as the defendant admitted to the charges and was sentenced. Um, the judge, following an agreement between the public prosecutor and the defense and the uh, Defendant will be allowed to pay off the compensation in monthly installments of 100 euros. Moving on to the UK, we have a story titled Thieves in Breckland Use Specialist Equipment to Steal Cars. This going on to my uh, some of the problems with electronic locks. It says tech-savvy thieves are using specialized equipment to trick electronic keys into opening doors. Four cars have been stolen in separate incidents in the Breckland area, where it is believed that thieves have gained access using a remote device. There has been a gray Ford Focus stolen, a blue Ford Fiesta, a second blue Ford Fiesta, and in a similar fourth incident, a gray Mini Clubman. The 
Police said, we are urging car owners to be vigilant as we believe these vehicles were stolen using a remote device and may be linked. They also say, when the correct key fob is close by, the fob recognizes the signal and transmits its own code, instructing the vehicle to unlock the doors and allow the ignition to work on the car. Thieves use wireless transmitters to capture its radio transmission. This is relayed to another device. It allows the thief to open the c- and start the car in the same way. To prevent this from happening, use car key signal blocker cases or sleeves. They cost less than 10 pounds or an aluminum tin at home. Find a safe place for your keys at home and check to ensure they are out of range. They also say use a good quality crook lock or full cover steering wheel security lock to immobilize your vehicle and consider fitting an OBS safe device to secure the OBD port to prevent criminals using software to code an electronic key for your vehicle. And out of Buffalo, two Northern Ohio residents are facing felony drug charges after the loud exhaust on the vehicle they occupied drew the attention of a county sheriff deputy Saturday afternoon. The deputy stopped the vehicle on I-77 and reportedly found nearly 16 grams of suspected crystal meth, along with pills, drug paraphernalia, a lockpick set, a firearm, and counterfeit purses in the vehicle. The next article is entitled, Wanted Victoria Man Found Unconscious and Armed with a Knife on the Galloping Goose Trail. A wanted man was arrested this week after he was found armed and unconscious on the Galloping Goose Trail. Regional Trail near the intersection of Bay Street and Ty Road. Uh, Leonard Michael LaCroix was wanted on multiple warrants based on Vic PD investigations. On the morning of March 17th, officer arrived on the scene and discovered LaCroix unconscious and holding a knife. They disarmed the man, roused him, to which the man woke up and gave the officer a false name. He attempted to flee but was arrested due to the nature of the report and transported to the hospital. He was not injured during the arrest, it says. The investigation continued, and the officer discovered that the man had another person's ID, bank cards, as well as stolen property and lockpicks. He was released from the hospital, transported back to the jail, and fingerprinted, and that's when his identity was confirmed. He was previously wanted on five warrants, uh, for 17 different charges, including fraud, possession of controlled substance, possession of other people's identification documents, theft of over $5,000, theft of vehicle, possession of stolen property over $5,000, possession of stolen property under $5,000, failure to comply with conditions, and breach of court-ordered conditions. Now facing six new charges related to obstruction, possession of stolen property, possession of break-in tools, and breaching of court-ordered conditions, He faces approximately 20 total charges, and he is currently in custody and being held until his next court appearance. For sales this week, uh, lockpickworld.com, 15% off every single thing, it says. Use the code LOVELY, and the offer ends March 30th at midnight. So if you're checking out this podcast late, you've missed it. But if you get the podcast when it comes out and listen to it right away, you should still have time to take advantage of this sale. Also, as we mentioned earlier, hooligankeys.com, code NEWSTUFF21 for 15% off. Uh, 3dlocksport.com, 
I didn't check this, but uh, 10% off with the code PACKLOCK10 and 15% off with the code BUYMAKO at MAKOLOCKS. Also, check out the MAKOLOCKS Black Friday specials link in the show notes. UKLOCKPICKERS.CO.UK 10% off with the code GIFT. Giveaways. HV Logic has his 250 sub giveaway. It's a socially distant picking. Win a bunch of locks, global shipping included. The rules pick a lock from over one meter away. Must be a real lock, no acrylic, and at least four pins, discs, or whatevers. You don't have to gut, non destructive only. The lock must still function afterwards. You get one entry for gutting or for getting the lock open from a distance. Bonus entry for doing something impressive. Second bonus entry for the most impressive entry. Use the hashtag HVLogic250 in the title. You must be a subscriber. And entries close April 12th. Michael Gilchrist has his hashtag Norland400 giveaway still running until the end of March. So you still have a few days to get into that if you haven't already. Same with Talonpicks, 50,000 sub giveaway. You still got a couple of days left if you're listening to this podcast on time. PH Picker, he is still doing his hashtag PH100 and hashtag PH New Picker giveaways. Both of those end at the end of the month. So be sure to get over there and check those out. Uh, keep an eye on Room Picker's channel for his uh, giveaways of the challenge locks he picks on Saturdays. He gives them away the next Saturday, so be sure to check those out. Panfrog is still running his monthly giveaways for his challenge coins and some extra bonus locks. Be sure to check those out. And if, if you don't have a YouTube channel, be sure to check out next month, April, because that's one of the months he gives away an extra to a non-video entry. CLK Supplies does a giveaway every week. They're hashtag LockBoss free giveaways. So check those out if you're into giveaways. And as always, Pocket Woman, Starlock are doing the hashtag shoutout Monday series. It's Starlock series. Pocket Woman also helps him with this setup. So they do a shoutout video every week for a channel with less than 100 subscribers. They try to incentivize you to go over and check out those channels and uh, leave a comment by doing a drawing for a 20-pound Law Lock Tools gift certificate. If you want to know the full rules, be sure to check out any of their hashtag shoutout Monday series videos. I recommend you watch them all because if you're wanting to win, you need to watch them all and comment on all of the uh, featured videos. That's my little tip to you. Lock Sportscast. Me, I'm doing my Pack Lock a Month giveaway still. Uh, this is the last episode that will have entries for the month of March. So uh, sometime here in the next week or so, I hope to be doing the giveaway for that Pack Lock. All the others have been sent out. And on that note, in case you're still tuned in, um, I'd be surprised if you are, but if you're still tuned in, be sure uh, if you want a Locky Award, keep an eye on your mail. They... Uh, all but one have been mailed out, that one I was asked to hold for a while. The rest have been mailed out, so if you haven't already received your trophy, you should be receiving it very shortly. Remember, this uh, show is listener-supported, so if you have any information that's Locksport-related that you would like covered in the show, please send it in. It doesn't matter what it is. If it benefits you or benefits somebody else, doesn't matter. Some new product you've developed, some site that you're running that's new, 
uh, video you put out that you're interested in or something somebody else did that you really want to highlight, send it in to me and I will get it covered. Thank you to all of you and keep it legal. 